Well, today we're continuing our series entitled Get on Track. Because as a church, we want to help you get on track and stay on track. You know, some of us, we start off the week really, really great. Have you ever had a great week, a start of a week, maybe a couple days where your morning routine is on, your Bible study moment is on, you're, you're flirting with your spouse, everything's going great, your kids are actually listening, and uh, you have a great evening routine, but then all of a sudden something hits and life falls apart? Has that ever happened where your boss puts an extra project that you need to get done and you're working late? Or maybe you get a phone call that was unexpected that kind of knocked you off your game? There are moments in life where when we get off track, we stay off track. I think some of us, we find it easier to get off track than to get back on track. You know what the secret is to getting back on track? It's to get back on track. It's to decide, hey, I may have missed it yesterday, but I'm not gonna miss it today. I may have not had a good two-day streak, but I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna stop that streak and start another streak with God. I'm gonna move forward, I'm gonna advance. And what we have to do is we gotta go back to the fundamentals that keep us on track. We have to go back to the fundamentals. We have to go back to eating the right things and to moving our body and reading the Bible and praying. And men, I just encourage you to get back on track, husbands, and, and uh, compliment your wife. Tell her how great she looks. If that's how you got her in the first place, that's how you're gonna keep her. And all the women said amen, right? Yes. yes. Uh, and moms, can I just encourage you, a way to get back on track and conserve your energy is make sure that you, you give your students and your kids the privilege of doing chores. Uh, you shouldn't be cleaning up their room. And I'm just telling it in front of the students, hey, guess what? Your mom isn't there to clean your room. It's your job, okay? It's your job. And the moms say amen to that, right? Yeah. All of us, we need to get back on track. In fact, I think one of the things that, that all of us need to do is in the evening, we need to get off of social media and get to bed and get some sleep, right? We all need to do that. We need to get back on track. One of the ways that we do that is getting on God's rhythm. God has a rhythm for our life. I put it to you this way. God has a grace and a pace for your race. God has a grace and a pace for your race. Often what we try to do is we try to change the pace to get ahead, but then we don't have the grace because we get worn out. Many of us, what we're doing in our life of faith is that we're trying to outpace God. We're trying to get to his destiny before he does. And guess what? God knows the pace at which you need to go. And in that pace, there is grace for the race that you're in. So if he runs, you run. If he walks, then you walk. If he stands still, then be willing to stand still. He has the grace and pace for your race. But many of us, we have the right rhythm, but we don't have the right relationships. Many of us, what we have is we have an off and on relationship with God. We come to church, we worship him, but right when we hit the parking lot, we're like, I'm back in my own element and I'm doing it my own way. You can't have stop and start, uh, stop and start faith and have success each and every day. You have to lean into God's presence each and every day. But I know some of us, we've got a great relationship with God, but what's really missing is that we don't have great, relationship, great relationships with people who love Jesus. We have great friends in the world, but not great friends at church. We don't have other people who know Jesus 
And we need friends in church. We need friends who love Jesus. Why? Because they're gonna increase our life. They're gonna encourage us. They're gonna motivate us. They're gonna spur us on to love and good deeds. They're gonna be there to encourage us and lift us up. There's too many things in this world that's there to discourage you. And discouragement is one step away from depression. We need to make sure to allow ourselves to have the right relationships. And I've, in, in fact, I've titled today's message, Win Together. I want you to say it with me. Win together. The only way we're gonna win is if we win together. It's easy to lose a part, but it's much easier to win together. If you wanna win, then win together. And I wanna invite you into the word of God in Philippians chapter three. Open up your Bible, open up your Bible app. I wanna encourage you, uh, open up the Westover app as well. We actually have a life group experience down there uh, with some extra questions to help you advance in your life. So we invite you, look at the Westover app. There's great resources there to help you move forward. But let's look at the word of God and see what God's word would say to us. And just to give you some context, the apostle Paul He's one of the first century believers in Jesus, one of the first followers of Jesus. And he wrote this as a letter to people in a city called Philippi to encourage them, to tell them that they could win because they were facing a lot of cultural pressure. They lived in a world where, where the, the, the pleasure of man was the priority and the worship of the mind and the body was a priority. And he's there to tell them, hey, change your focus, focus on God and you'll move forward. I wanna invite you, Philippians chapter three, verse 13. Look at what it says here. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. He's telling them here, you can win. And the only way we're gonna win is we're gonna win together. For you see, he says right here, brothers and sisters. He's saying, I'm not gonna do it by myself. I need you to help me move forward. All of us, we need people to help us move forward, but we also need a game plan about how to move forward. And what Paul is doing right here is he's talking about the relationships and he's also talking about the rhythm, what we need to do to have success. Here at Westover, we've created what's called Growth Track. And it's not just a series of classes, it is a pathway to help you win. And I wanna share with you, unpack with you what a Growth Track is all about and what we've done to help you succeed in your life to help you advance in your life and to grow in faith. And here are the four pathways on this growth track. Connect with others, follow Jesus, grow together, make an impact. I want you to say it with me. Connect with others, follow Jesus, grow together, make an impact. We're gonna do this together. The only way we're gonna do it is if we journey together. Yes, life is an individual sport, but the only way we win is as a team. The only way we do it is as, as believers who are unified together. And the first pathway is connect with others. We wanna encourage you to connect with others. For those of you who are brand new to Westover, we want to get to know you because we want to encourage you. I know some of you, you're walking in this church and you've never been to church or you've had a different faith experience and you wonder, why are all these people smiling all the time? Why are they always saying, God bless you? Is that real or are they faking? No, I wanna reassure you that that's real. They're wanting to express the love of God through a smile and a hello. And so if you're, uh, if you're right next to someone, I want you just to smile. I want you to smile and turn to them and say, God bless you. Do that right now. Turn to the other person and say, God bless you. 
I want you to feel what that feels like, to feel encouraged and motivated. And we want you to get connected. Why? Because when you meet new friends, when you meet faith friends, your life is going to get better. Why? Because Jesus is living on the inside of them and they wanna share Jesus with you so that you can have success in your life. We wanna encourage you to connect with others. Get to know us. We want to get to know you. But more importantly, we want you to get to know Jesus. And that's the second pathway, which is follow Jesus. You know, when you go on social media, there's a button at the top of every profile. What does it say? Follow. It's easy to click the button follow and allow that person to influence your life and to speak into your life. Many of us, we're doing a great job of following the world and influencers, but Jesus is inviting us to click and follow him. Why? Because what he speaks will give you life. The people on social media, they may be able to give you information, but they can't give you information. They can't breathe life into you because the only one who can breathe life into you is the one who breathed life into you, who is Jesus Christ. And so when we decide to follow him, we're, we're admitting that we need a, a, a particular type of relationship with Jesus where he is leading and we are following and that's how we stay on track with God. That's how we get on track with him is when we choose to follow him. I've said this and I'll say it again. Jesus will make you great at life and will make your life better. Someone once said that. Jesus will make your life better and will make you better at life. And I wanna encourage you to get to know the real Jesus. Not what you see on social media, not what you see in some sort of play, but the Jesus in the word of God, the Jesus who died on the cross for you to give you life and hope. Follow him today. The third pathway is grow together. It's all about growing in your faith. It's all about advancing in your life. And we've designed curriculum and, and a process to help you grow together. It's all about relationships. It's about when friends become family. It's about when you are really intentional about growing in your faith. And we wanna encourage you to take steps to move forward, to grow together to grow in unity. That's the only way we're gonna win, church, is if we win, how? Together. Requires all of us to be connected to one another. We need each other in hard times and we live in hard times, but you know what? God is greater, God is more powerful. God can help us move forward. If you feel all alone, you don't have to leave here alone. You can actually leave connected and knowing other people. And we wanna encourage you to grow together. The fourth pathway is make an impact. Because the truth is you were created to make an impact. God puts you on this earth to do something special. Whatever it is, I want you to step into it. I want you to accomplish the thing that he's put before you. Because he didn't put you, like I said last week, just to breathe air. He put you on, he, on this planet to, for a purpose. You're here on purpose and for a purpose. And it's our great privilege to help you discover your purpose so you can step in and make an impact for the Lord. Here's the good news. You can start one at a time or you can do all four at once, but we wanna encourage you to get on track. And so today to help you win, I wanna share a couple ways that you can win. Here's some steps that you can take to win. Number one, give God your best. I wanna invite you to say it with me. Give God your best. Paul says it this way. But one thing I do, straining towards what is ahead. He's saying, this is one thing that I'm focusing on. I'm straining towards what God has for me. Do you know that it's important that we focus on what's important? 
he's using this metaphor of a runner. The only way a runner can win a race is if he's focused on the finish line. If you've ever watched sports and you notice a runner who's paying attention to the person who's on the left or right, oftentimes wins, oftentimes loses, excuse me. The only person who was able to do that was Usain Bolt, but he was fast, right? But most of the time when people look to the right or left, what ends up happening is they end up losing. You know, that's a, a spiritual principle. I wanna read to you what Joshua 1, 7 says. It says, be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Say successful. He's saying, keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Keep focused on his game plan. Stay focused ahead. Just like a runner has to focus on the finish line. We need to focus on God. We need to stay focused on him. And if we do, we're gonna advance. But focus is a hard thing because life is full of distractions and the enemy wants to distract you so he can destroy you. He wants you to compare so that you abandon the thing that he's put before you. That's why he's constantly trying to tell people who are in a marriage to look at someone else or to look for love somewhere else. He's wanting you to believe that the grass is greener on the other side. I'm here to tell you it's not. It's full of weeds and thorns and it'll kill you. If your grass is crunchy in your marriage, like some of your grass is out front, then water your grass and you'll discover that you'll move forward. The problem with focus is it takes a lot of effort. We need to focus our eyes on Jesus. The enemy wants to get us distracted, but we need to focus on him. And you know what happens when we focus on one specific point, our pupils dilate and it helps us focus, right? But you know, there's some things that you can do to increase your focus. I've found some research this week that said this, that if you focus your eyes on someone that you love, your pupils dilate. And when your pupils dilate, that's the cue to your brain to focus. Also, when you pray, you're gonna find that your eyes will dilate as well and you will be able to focus. And when you worship, you know what happens? Your body expresses the chemical dopamine would actually... Uh, with this process, what it does is it causes your pupils to dilate. Here's the secret sauce. When you worship and pray, you're able to focus on the one that you love, who's Jesus, and he'll help you move forward. And some of us, we just need to fix our eyes on Jesus, give God our very best. We need to strain towards what is ahead. We need to strain towards what God has for us. God has a game plan for you to help you win, but we must get on his pathway to move forward. I wanna encourage you, like Paul is saying, reach for Jesus. That's what following Jesus is all about. It's reaching for him and saying, God, I need you in my life. But in order to follow Jesus, we need to decide to follow him. It's a decision. We gotta decide in our heart that we're gonna follow him. And it's saying a prayer or something like this. Jesus, I need you. I want you to forgive my sin. I want you to give me a new life. Give me hope. Give me a future. And if you pray a prayer like that, you'll have a relationship with Jesus. Because the Bible says if we confess that he is Lord from our heart out loud, he will be. And we, we will be able to move forward. But if you've already confessed that you want Jesus to be the Lord of your life, then I want to encourage you to get water baptized. That's the way you publicly celebrate what Jesus has done in your life. That's part of that pathway of follow Jesus. And then if you've got questions, I want to encourage you to attend our Faith Essentials class. Why? Because you're going to get your questions answered. Questions like, who is Jesus? What is the Bible all about? How can I read the Bible so it makes sense? And in what order do I need to read it? What is prayer and how should I pray? And many other questions. And if you've got questions, 
The Bible has answers and we wanna take you to God's word so you actually figure out. You don't have to go to Google, you can actually go to God to figure out what you need to do and how to get your questions answered. But if you really wanna take a step of faith and grow in your faith, I wanna encourage you to be part of the Knowing Jesus class. Why? Because you're gonna read one of the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. And in these four gospels are recorded the words of Jesus. And in that class, you're gonna learn how to read the words of Jesus and let his words come alive in you. And I want that for your life. I want you to experience that in your life. The other pathway that I wanna unpack just briefly for us is the grow together pathway. We want you to grow together. We want you to advance in your life. And we've got classes to help you move forward. We have classes on Wednesday night to help you advance, grow classes. We've got equip where you can learn more about the Bible. We also have classes like Art of Marriage and Art of Parenting that are coming up. And they're all to help you win, to help you grow in your life, in your faith, to grow in your family, to strengthen your family. And we want you to be a part of that. And if you've said, oh, you know what? I really need to advance in, in this specific area. We invite you to be part of these classes so you can move forward. But probably the most important thing that I wanna share with you today is you can learn a lot of information, but still be alone. Because the only way we win in life is when we win together. And here at Westover, we have something called life groups. And they're believers who come together to encourage one another to grow in faith. Groups are where friends become family. In fact, my wife and I are part of a family group and I'm actually in a men's group. Why? Because I need, even as a pastor, friends who become family. And that could be your story as well. Don't do life alone. Here's the other way to win. Here's the other way to win and move forward in your life is to find forever friends. The apostle Paul found forever friends. Look at what he says in verse 13. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken a hold of it. He's saying, I haven't reached where I need to reach, but I need you as brothers and sisters to be present for me and to help me in my journey of life. Many of us, we have the right rhythms, but we don't have the right relationships. Could it be possible that if you're here alone today that God has someone here for you? Many of us, we journey through life and life's going great and we're running our race and everything's going well. But I want you to think about if you're running all alone, what happens when life falls apart? When somebody in your family gets a cancer diagnosis or someone dies or, or you get bad news that you're getting laid off, what happens when life falls apart? Often what happens is our life stops and we stop moving forward. To illustrate what happens in our life when we run our race alone, I want you to take a look.
I wanna encourage you to find a friend or be a friend. What we see in this story is there's this professional athlete who's got great capacity, but in one moment, his Olympic dreams are dashed and he has an injury and he can't move forward. I think if many of us are honest, we feel like that today. We feel like we've been running our race, but we're limping along and we have no one to help us. God didn't intend us to do life alone, but to do life with him and with each other. And if you're here today and you're alone, I wanna encourage you to find a friend. I wanna encourage you to join a life group. Don't do life alone because there's gonna come a moment in time when life shows up and it's gonna be hard and it's gonna hurt. Pain of life is inevitable, but being alone is optional. We can find people who love Jesus and who love us as well. And I also wanna encourage those of you who are believers, who have been in the stands for a while, I'm not here to judge you, but I know that even as I've been speaking, God's been tugging on your heart, inviting you to be a friend to someone else. Do you notice what that dad did? He ignored everyone else because he knew he had to get to his son. And I know every dad would do the same. Every parent would do the same. And you know, that's what Jesus did. He got out of the stands of heaven and he came to earth to show his love for us. And when we come out of the stands and off the sidelines, we step in and we show the love of the Father to others. Here at Westover, we wanna invite you to either join a group or be a life group host. Why? Because the only way we're gonna win is to win together. I wanna encourage you. I know you may be afraid, but I want you to know that fear is temporary, but friendship is forever. Why? Because in Christ, the people we form friendships with, we're friends with them today and we're friends with them in eternity. Why don't we start the friendship today instead of waiting till eternity? You don't have to do life alone. You can do life and win together. And so today as I close, I want you to set aside every distraction and I want you to stand. And I wanna give you just a brief moment to let God speak to you. I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes. And I want you to hear what God would say to you. What is he saying? Is it to find a friend or to be a friend? Whatever he is directing, I wanna encourage you to take that step. Don't be afraid. If he's called you to it, he will provide what you need. What he assigns, he will approve and he will move forward. He will anoint it and he'll move you forward. I wanna pray for you, but I want you to have an open heart to what God would speak to you, either to find a friend or be a friend. Let's pray together. God, I pray right now for these wonderful people. I pray, Lord, that they wouldn't do life alone but that they would find the power of winning together. There's people here, not only in the room, but also online who need a friend. They need to find a friend. I pray, Lord, that they would be courageous to take that step to find a friend. And for those who are seasoned believers who've known you for a while and you're tugging on their hearts to get out of the stands and step in and to host a group, I pray, Lord, that they would answer the call. God, you're calling them. You're calling those who need a friend and you're calling those who should be a friend to someone else. I pray, Lord, that they would answer the call. And if they do, Lord, 
I'm, I'm confident that you're gonna bless them and you're gonna favor them. God, I pray that you would break through the fear and the worry and the hesitation so they can fully experience you through relationships with other believers. Bless your people today in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Before you step out, I just wanna make mention that there's a couple more minutes that we've designated for you. Our kids in student ministry are gonna continue for a couple more minutes. We've decided to shorten the service just a little bit to give you back the time so that you can find a friend or be a friend. And for those of you who wanna do it digitally, just scan the QR code and you'll be able to have instructions about how you can either find a friend or become a life group host. And if you're on site with us, I wanna invite you to the lobby in the main uh, hallway area. There are gonna be life group leaders who are there to explain you what life groups are all about and how you can join a team. I don't want you to leave here disconnected. I, wanna, I want you to leave here connected because God's plan is for you to win together. I also wanna to mention to our high schoolers, we're gonna have a connect moment up in the student center. I want you to know that we love you. We're here for you. We wanna see God's best accomplished in your life. God bless you and we're dismissed.